sharing the journey of real Canadian changemakers and the impact they have on the world we live in. It's Rivers Corbett on the Startup Canada podcast. Welcome to the Startup Canada podcast, a show serving Canada's entrepreneurship community. On this show, we connect you with the most innovative and entrepreneurial movers, shakers, and change makers across Canada. With day in the life stories and in their shoes experiences, we dive into the true grit of running startup and scale up companies and those driving the entrepreneurial movement. The Startup Canada podcast show is a production of Startup Canada, the national rallying community for Canada's 2.3 million entrepreneurs. If you are a regular show listener, welcome back. If you're new to the program, hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and Google Play Music and visit startupcan.ca to connect with both your local startup community and to join Startup Canada to access training, resources, and a peer network to grow your success. I'm Rivers Corbett and entrepreneurship is part of my DNA. Whether it's building my own companies or helping other entrepreneurs build theirs, this is my lane. Want to connect after the podcast? You can find me at www.meetrivers.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, when I started with Startup Canada many moons ago, there was a small group of us that uh, came together and really started to galvanize the movement coast to coast. And one of them uh, is on our show today at the Startup Canada podcast show, Melanie Campbell. She's just been a dear friend and an amazing advocate for the startup movement. Melanie is a certified project management professional who's background in digital media broadcast and interactive media platforms spans more than 16 years. She's a strong supporter of entrepreneurs. She held the role of VP of communications at Startup Canada, managing the national program consisting of social media channels, sponsor and, and partner relations, in addition to planning and managing entrepreneurship events. And I can tell you, it was an epic, epic uh, role she fulfilled. After her tenure as VP, of communications, Melanie launched the Startup Peel community, an official Startup Canada community in 2015, December. Melanie is currently working alongside various industry professionals to bring an incubator accelerator to the region of Peel. Startup Peel is now becoming a resource where entrepreneurs can connect, network, and grow their business. In addition to running her own business, ClickTag Media Incorporated, which specializes in data hygiene, postage optimization, and AI integrated marketing. Melanie is a respected mentor, moderator, speaker, and active Startup Canada policy lobbyist for change to support and to bring greater funding for women-led businesses. Melanie has represented Canada at various entrepreneurship events in the Pacific Alliance promoting Canada's entrepreneurship ecosystem. Now that I'm all through that, Melanie, my friend, welcome to the Startup Canada podcast show. Thank you, Rivers. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it is great. We do have fun together, that's for sure. I know. Yeah, particularly when the wine starts to flow, that's when the fun really starts. <laughs> no, you are a great friend and uh, and a great friend to Startup Canada and the entrepreneurship ecosystem. And, you know, lots went into the uh, the intro. Um, but what are you hoping that our, that our listeners will take away from uh, our conversation today, Melanie? 
Um, well, actually, I'm hoping and I really would like them to take away that um, an idea, any idea can become a reality through like through persistence, dedication, hard work and also the in- inclusion of community. Um, you and I both know that that is an amazing uh, feat and you can't do it by yourself. So you really need a strong peer group. Yeah, and that's, and that's wonderful with the startup community model. Let's do that. And we're going to dive into that in a second. But I want to I want to dive into, first of all, that idea of click tag media. So that's a lot of interesting words, which I referenced, data hygiene, posted some optimization, you know, AI integrated marketing. First of all, what's the pain point that you're trying to serve or satisfy with regards to the, with your company click tag media? Okay, so a couple of pain points that we actually address. Um, one thing is we do work as a white label provider for quite a few companies in the U.S. And their main point is to help their customers manage their promotion in a lean sense. And I know people use the word lean as a regular thing, like it's, you know, hey, I got to put on my socks. This right. is lean kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. But really what it is, it's about helping your client to save money, but being able to get to the audience that they need to get to. You don't want to throw a huge mass marketing and you get a piece of mail or you get an email and you're like, hey, this is not of any interest to me. Bing, yes. Garbage, yeah. right? Yes. Our aim is to make sure that they're targeting the clients that they want to target. Postage optimization is reducing waste and actually eliminating waste because what you do is you make sure that the list that they mail to is a clean list, even though you have opt-ins. Um, people after time, they opt out. So you want to make sure that the list that they're actually mailing to, whether it's through email or mail, is a clean list mm-hmm. and people still opted in. Right, right on. And then, and the whole world with AI, I mean, that's is, is, is that really a buzz, just a buzzword type of thing now? I mean, you know, dig a little deeper on how you're integrating marketing use, you know, in the whole AI world. So AI, I know it's much of a buzzword now, but artificial intelligence and in terms of marketing, it's really digging in a bit deeper. You know, you have your omni-channel where people are targeting specific things. But when you use um, integrate, I, I'm not going to go into too much of my, uh, they call it quote unquote secret sauce, but yeah, sure. um, yeah, but what you do is you're ensuring that machine learning. So if you do something and you you do something over and over again, once you realize that you need to change the process or most startups like to use the word pivot, really pivot right. is really taking stock and saying, OK, you know what? This direction is not working for me. Let me look left. Let me look right. How can this work? And then they utilize that and go forth with a, a preferred roadmap. Very cool. In terms of artificial intelligence, it's really taking the science of of a creative process and utilizing the science to make creative not just about something frilly or using creative where it's not just about science and data, which is just completely structured. You need to be able to integrate and marry the two to service a particular need. Well, you've you've talked a lot about you talked a lot about the formal approach to what ClickTag Media does. Do you bring in an element of creativity also in working with your clients? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know, from the very inception of the project, um, some clients will come to us and say, "We want to work on. We have a marketing plan. This is what we're doing." Um, we go in from the very beginning and we sit with them and go through the entire process to create. Uh, their, whether it's their statement of work, their um, marketing roadmap, and then we continue on even post of the um, 
the campaign. So we don't just say, okay, we're done and we run off and we go to the next client. No, we actually stick around to make sure that everything is working as it should. And that's when you really realize the return on investment. Most people think you get an instant return on investment. You will see a lift, but you need to stick around because within six months, that's when you really start to see more engagement. And then you continuously measure that. And we have pointers in that that we put within the campaigns that we're able to measure and track it. When you're working with clients, and this is a, a really interesting point that uh, when I'm working with clients, it's all about having a strategic relationship. It's not about having a supplier relationship. And I think that's what you're referencing. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I, I, how do you how do you engage the client in a way? Because there's a lesson here from a sales perspective. Uh, how do you engage the clients so that they embrace a longer term relationship with your company? Okay, so in terms of that, it's not when I go in and when we go into approach and we sit down with a client, we're not talking about a quick sale. Right. We create a roadmap to say, okay, this is where you are right now. This is something that could take place for you in six months. We create a full map of that because most people, they'd like to see the return very quickly, but there's some things that low hanging fruit that you can basically realize pretty much right away. There's yes. others that take a little bit more time, but we want the client to understand that we're not in it for the sprint. We're in it for the long haul with them. So we're in it for the marathon. And that's, those are the key and critical things because we have, um, amazing, um, people that we work with within our team that, you know, I draw upon people that have worked with that company, some of the larger media agencies, such as publicists. And those are things that are really important. And I worked in sales many, many years ago. So I know about relationships because some people would come and say, Hey, I can sell this client, you know, this really quickly. And then they sell and then they're gone. They're not going to remember me, but you'd be surprised that that's the same client that's going to come back and do a referral to somebody else and say, Hey, you know what? I, I, I spoke to this person, I'm not ready. I'm not at the point now where I can use the services, but you know, they might be able to help you. Mm. And that's how the whole relationship um, builds. Right on. I I always used to say the first order is nice, but man, that fifth order is absolutely fabulous because yeah. you, you bring some value to what it is you're offering. Very, very, very cool. How do people get a, and we're going to continue on the conversation, but how do people get a hold of uh, you or ClickTag Media? Because um, you're a, I mean, it sounds like you're able to go pretty well anywhere with yeah. what it is you're offering. Um, we have a website, so it's clicktagmedia.com, mm-hmm. but um, you know, people will email me at Mel Campbell like, with one L at clicktagmedia.com. Yes. And we're also on Twitter as well, too. We're not as active. My Twitter profile for the company is not as active because as of my Startup Canada one and my own personal, because I'm always on the Startup Chats where yeah. we're always promoting <laughs> something, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, that's how people, and a lot of people are through uh, soft referrals as well, too. Yeah, very cool. Well, um, ladies and gentlemen on the on the podcast, uh, Melanie and I were part of a small delegation this past uh, October, uh, where uh, we were brought together to have the opportunity to meet the uh, the Prime Minister of Canada through a, a special gathering. And you know, uh, Melanie and I were one of the ten special the people that were given this opportunity by our CEO uh, Victoria Lennox, and and Victoria really. Re- 
represented us as people that have been there since day one and people that uh, have continued to be con- connecting with us. And so, Melanie, um, first of all, congratulations on being one of the 10. It was pretty special. Thank you, to, and congrats to, yourself. Thank you. Yeah, it was pretty special to, to hear it that was. afterwards. Yeah, it was. I, I, actually, I thought it was more special than meeting the prime minister. Sorry, no. Justin, but uh, it really was a special touch. Um, no, but that's it, it, funny you said that because I actually had an, a meeting with an MP post that event uh, yes. just a few weeks ago. Yes. And um, he said, you know, I wonder if you realize how what um, a feat that is or what, um, you know, a milestone that you've reached. And I said, well, what do you mean? I said, because people met the prime minister many times over. I said, no, but the recognition for Startup Canada, yes. many industries and many businesses try to reach, reach that level. And you know, it's been years and they haven't even had that. So yeah. he said, I hope you guys are very proud of yourself to know that. And I thought, you know what? Hey, I never really thought about that because yeah. we're always looking about helping everyone else. We yes. never think about that. So it was well, actually kind of sobering. So it, yeah, it was it, cool. It, it is cool. It, it, I don't know. You remember the, uh, I mean, the first Canada uh, startup day in the Hill and the MPs came to the, to the meetings and they're like, who are you people and what do you yes. do? And to see the transformation of, uh, of, the brand identity and the value proposition. I mean, it's and now embracing the whole model in a relatively short period of time. When you really think about it, it's really yeah. remarkable, really remarkable. Mm-hmm. So I want to know what brought you to start up Canada? What was the, what was the thing that uh, you said, you know, I want to help. Uh, and you became the VP of communications. What was, what was that? What was that impetus that said, I'm in. Okay. It, it was kind of crazy because I had just finished working on a launch of, um, I won't, I won't say the product. It's a PNG product that launched in uh, North America at the time. And it was a, a huge project, um, huge undertaking. We launched it on the Grammys and after it was done, cool. it was in December. I said, okay, I'd like to do something. I'd like to give back because my yes. mom volunteers, right? And right. she volunteers at Baycrest. She's retired. So she volunteers at a home for the aged and nice. she's like won so many awards for that, for her time there. And I thought, well, that's kind of really interesting. I'm like, okay, so I have some time. What would I like to do? And I saw um, a post for that. So I said, okay, I applied. I sent in uh, some information, filled it out. And Victoria called me back and she said, well, what can you do? And I said, well, I'm great at social media. I can do this. I can do design. And you know, where would you like to put me? And she said, okay, let me think about that. And then she said, you can manage our communications. You never get a, you never get a fast response from Victoria. She's wonderful (laughs) of thinking things through. Yes. Yeah. So, and she said, okay, yeah, do social media. I said, okay, awesome. So I was tasked to growing our national reach and, um, it was amazing because we did that, um, exponentially in a really short time. And, um, when I first started out, it was just really doing a communications manager. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to give you more responsibility. Do you want to take it? And I said, sure. Yeah. You know, bring it my way. Yeah. And then she said, okay, I'm going to appoint you as VP of communications. I thought, holy crap, that's a lot of work. Oh, my God. Okay, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, right? You asked for it. <laughs> yeah, I asked for it and I got it. So, And I made sure that people knew who Startup Canada was. I really put heart and soul in it. And uh, it was an amazing experience. I can tell you that. Mm. It was amazing. M- Melanie, I want, to, I want you to t- talk to uh, our audience, uh, our listeners, sorry, about about that, about how to 
start with a communications plan? What are some, you know, what are some best practices? Because you really were the beginner. You were the one that began the strategy and executed. And there's lots of startups that go through the exact same process and they really muck it up because they just start, you know, I'll get a Facebook page and I'll do this and I'll go do that. So take us through your strategy, you know, two or three best practices that you've put together that were key for the foundation of building a strong communications plan for Startup uh, Canada. Okay, cool. Um, So one of the things uh, we looked at and I really said, okay, well, you need to have a strong team was number one. But before you could even evolve to the team, you needed to decide who are my audience? Who do I want to reach? Once you have that lockdown, you say, okay, I want to reach. If you say, I want to reach everyone. um, No, that basically means you're just throwing everything out there. Mm -hmm. You want to say, okay, I'm going to reach startups or I'm going to reach someone who wants to start a business. I'm Mm going to reach women who want to start a business. So you have specific areas of those you want to target. Right. Then you said, okay, now what kind of messaging do I want to give out there? What type of messaging? What do I want them to know about me? What do I want to know about them? Second thing. The third thing is how am I going to do it? Like, how will I get this done? And one of the things we looked at various uh, platforms throughout the duration of that time. And then we settled on, um, can I say the name of it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So we decided to use Hootsuite because Hootsuite we found was very easy to manage for all of our, our social media channels. A little and shout out, could- by the way. Excuse, sorry, actually, the, uh, Ryan, the CEO of Hootsuite, was our very first best guest on the Startup Canada podcast. So you want to hear that? Yeah, you want to hear that one? So, of course, you can say Hootsuite. Absolutely. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. So we, and they were amazing because most people don't realize Hootsuite has a really, a really amazing support system. They have some engaging, I call them, um, I call them evangelists because they're there for social media, but they're there to help you, um, do your very best and get your messaging out there, really build that out. And then there's so many things you can track on that platform, you know, such as your reach, you can see how many your impact. And Mm. another thing that we did too, was that was managing our startup chats. We would see how are we trending Um, use of hashtags. Those are another things too, because some people throw out hashtags out there. Like it's uh, you know, jelly beans that you're flinging. (laughs) You need to make sure that it's um, it's well, it's well structured, but well thought out. Um, You just, like I said, you don't want to just throw everything out there and hope, Hopefully that it'll stick. Very cool. I love it. And and then it's rinse and repeat. Yes, rinse and repeat. And if you see something that needs a little bit of tweaking, maybe add a little bit more softener on it and then continue. So when, and when you say a team, you mentioned a team, you gotta have a team together when you start. Who who what sorry, not who, a bad, bad question. What roles would that would those members of the team fulfill for? Okay, so you want to look at a content writer. You want someone that's strong at writing content. I mean, when we first started, I used to write content and do all these other things. So I said, we continuously brought on and what people, I think what we need to make sure people understand Rivers as well to Startup Canada is run by volunteers. Yes, it is. Yeah. So everyone that included myself at the time when I first started, I was Uh a volunteer. So you want someone that's all in. You want Uh someone that is passionate about it. Uh They're not going to say, oh, I'm just doing it because I want to get a recognition. And then someone's going to look at me and I can get a job offer in, in, you know, like 10 in another two weeks or something. That's not what it's about. It's about your dedication to that because you're helping everyone, but you're also helping yourself in the same breath. Um, So the team of content writers, you want someone that's strong that can say, okay, you 
can look at a calendar and create the post that doesn't repeat. Because the one thing about Hootsuite is that redundant content, it, it'll, it'll dismiss it. So if you've put the same tweet out at the same time within less than 24 hours, it's not going to post it. Right. That's another thing too, because people are going to say, well, isn't this the same thing I just read yesterday? Garbage. They're, yes. they're going to drop off your channel. Yes. And those are, that's another thing. So you want someone that's a good, uh, strong graphic designer as well too, because you want, um, in other words, engaging photos or graphics of some sort, because a tweet or a post with an image tends to garner more engagement than just copy. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's a general thing. Mm. What about video? What's your thoughts on video? Love video. Yeah. Video is another thing that we use in our company that for within email. So we've been doing adding video uh, content to emails for about seven years now before it was this big thing now. Um, <laughs> I laugh about it because, you know, first we go, are you sure you can do that? Like, yes, you can. And now but video is very engaging, but you don't want it to be so long that people go, oh, my God. OK, I'm at 15 seconds now, 30 seconds. I can't watch this anymore. Yeah. That's why when you look at TV, they have 30 second promo spots, 15 and a five second or a 10 cent, uh, 10 second promo spot. Yes. Look at it in that sense. And then basically post it based on the time of day and the audience that, you know, you're going to reach at that time. The, um, I was at a conference a while ago and, uh, there, it was one, one of the top YouTube tubers, um, was there and she talked about the importance of putting, I'll call them subtitles, uh, in your videos because most people not necessarily are going to have the, um, uh, you know, the sound on when they're watching the videos. Are you finding that to be true? Um, not so much for us, um, because right now the individuals that are receiving that, they already, they've already expressed how they want to receive a video. Okay. So we know that they, they're right. not looking for subtitles. Subtitles yeah. are great for some individuals, um, but not for everyone. So if you're looking at say a company, I'm not sure if you, you know, of accessible media. So AMI, mm-hmm. they do the actual subtitles. So for visually or hearing impaired, there is different types of, um, of copy that they will put um, to videos and also to TV shows as well too. So that applies, but you want to make sure that when you're putting subtitles on video, it's not covering the majority of the video and it's not intrusive. Right. It's like someone doing sign language at the top right hand corner. You want to make sure that that individual is getting the message across, but it's not taken away from the the overall uh, impact itself. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. On to the startup community startup peel. So you would have obviously been embraced by the success of the startup community's model. Um, you are, sound to me like a consummate volunteer, particularly in the <laughs> entrepreneur space. Uh, what did you see? Cause this is an important conversation for those people who want to bring a startup community to their home base. And, you know, Peel's got a lot of resources to it. It's got a lot of energy to it. It's got a lot of, uh, players in it. So what did you see as the reason why you wanted to do a, or, or launch a startup community in, in Peel? Um, for myself, it was kind of selfish at first because um, I moved from Toronto to the region of Peel. And when I moved out here about over five years ago, I yes. kept going downtown for resources, for business resources. And I thought, you know what? There's got to be something out here. My God, like, is there not anything out here? <laughs> and so <laughs> I wrote um, an email to my MPs 
And I yes. said, listen, you know, I'm with Startup Canada. I volunteered with them for X amount of years and there's nothing out here. And they said, yeah, we do. We have an entrepreneurship center in Brampton. It's in City Hall. And there's also one in Mississauga. It's in the library. I'm like, what? I've never, ever seen. They're like, yes, you can see it from the road. I'm like, if I can't see it, that means others can't see it. Right on. Because, I mean, you know, I'm looking, you're out there. And yeah, you're the inquisitive. You and I, <laughs> Yes, we are inquisitive, but we're always on the lookout for something that can help others. Yes. And um, so after the first email, one of the counselors replied back to me and he was awesome. And he actually just attended our startup weekend, the weekend of uh, November 17th and 19th. Councilor right. Bowman was there. He's a big supporter nice. of entrepreneurship. So I love that. And um he said, yeah, you know, he hooked me up with someone. So Denise McClure from the city was there and uh, he said, go and talk to her and they'll work with you. I did that. They said, sure. Yeah, let's do some uh, things together. So the, one of the first activities we did in events were the startup finance boot camps. I'm sure you remember those. Yes, absolutely. And we brought those to the libraries and we had, you know, looking for space because a startup community, as we mentioned before, is volunteer. There's no funding in it. So we're not government funded. Um, so it's through sponsorship of different companies. And um, that's how that whole thing started, which was awesome. And they said yes. And it it took it took off. And people were like, oh, my goodness, I didn't know there was an entrepreneurship center here. So it's like so it was twofold. It was a win win. And uh, so we've grown, actually. And they were our key sponsors. The city of Brampton was actually the key sponsor for our startup weekend that we just had. So we had a Techstar Global Startup Weekend. Wow. And it was awesome. Awesome. So, so here's a, here's a, uh, so you went in there, you didn't see anything that really resonated with you. You decided to bring the brand of startup peel into, into place. Um, tell us about the first six months. Cause I'm, I'm, the reason I asked that question, I started startup Fredericton, as you know, and it was really about finding a spot for us in the ecosystem. That was our challenge because there were players. So yes. what was, what, again, this is for our, our listeners who want to start up, mm -hmm. start up, you know, you, you found a gap, you found a resource with startup Canada and you said, okay, I'm going to take those things. And this is what I'm going to do for the first six months with startup peel. Mm -hmm. So for the first six months, I actually went to different uh, players within the game. So I went to, we have an innovation center um, and we went to, oh my goodness, I think every single resource that was here within the region of Peel, including people that have investments into like um, accelerators in Waterloo and, and different areas. And I said, well, this is what we want to bring. They're like, well, we already have something like that. And I said, no, you don't. I yes. said, well, let me explain what you, what we're bringing. Yes. We're not here to take anything away from anyone. We're not an incubation center. We're not an accelerator. Uh -huh. We can connect people. We can help have people who are looking to find you, find you. We're here to bring on programs that can help you. Actually, you will get clients from some of the programs because if someone's not ready for an innovation center yet, they may be ready in about a year's time. If we go through a program with, say, the entrepreneurial center, then another year, year or a half, they're ready for the innovation center, then they're able to go to that. And then once it was explained in that manner, they're like, oh, okay, so you're not competing with us. I'm like, right, far right, from it. Right. And that's the key thing is they need to understand that you're not competing with them. You're there as a resource. You're, I like to call it connectivity tissue. So we're basically your connective tissue to uh, people. 
Uh, that's what I, I call it the traffic cop. Same, same, <laughs> same sort of model. I, I think yeah. that's very cool. So what's your, what's your hope for, uh, for startup Canada in the next uh, year? You know, there's, there's some changes that are about to happen and maybe they mm-hmm. would have happened by the time that, uh, that this podcast is aired. Um, you know, you and I gave birth to this great comp- this great organization amongst other amongst other people, and you know, I, I I remember sitting at Startup Canada on the hill and just feeling like a proud papa. I don't know yes. if you proud like a proud mama, but I sure did like a proud papa about how oh, it was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. And so, you know, where do you think? Where would you like to see Startup Canada go in the next, say, two to three years, based on the momentum it's got together? Um, I'd love to see it. Um, I know Startup Canada and from going global for myself, like in, in the Pacific Alliance, talking about Startup Canada, because people know of Startup Canada in Mexico and in Colombia, believe it or not. I was in Colombia several months ago and they already know about Startup Canada. I'm thinking, okay, but then you have areas within Canada that know nothing of Startup Canada. I want everyone in Canada to know about Startup Canada. That's really my hope for that. Yes. Um, it's, and it's not selfish. It's because Canada is, is, we're such a hotbed for information, for AI, for everything, not just AI, social, social innovation. We're here for everything. And I would love for Canadians to be able to say, hey, we can really take this forward. If you look at Startup Nations, look at Victoria, all the work that she's doing. I mean, she was just an She was like, everyone wants to invite her because they want to adopt the Startup Canada model in their countries. But when you look and you say, okay, all these countries want to adopt the Startup Canada model. What about the rest of Canada? Hey, let's get this out there a little bit more. Far-reaching areas. I mean, we've got Revelstoke as a community, which is awesome. So get into the smaller communities. If you're in a community... And you don't see a Startup Canada community, you'd like to bring one. I mean, reach out because it's there. It's it's an amazing opportunity to really bring forth uh, innovation to your area. And we use the word innovation like it's second to none. But really what it is, is you're looking at a way to make something better. You're looking at a way that you can bring forth into the next generation. Because as uh, Mayor Jeffrey was actually at our, our Startup Weekend, and she said, you know, it's really about these people here today are your future. And and it's so true because once you're done that, you want to be able to partake that information and lay it on to the next person. And those are some of the critical things that we really need to bring forth. And I think Startup Canada, and I know, actually, I don't think I know Startup Canada is just, it's still in this infant stage, but I know that (laughs) it can be extremely successful, but you need to put in the work. Yeah, you need to put in the work, but the resources are there, and that's—I mean—you and I were one of the original startup communities, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, the, the, we didn't really have a foundation of, of a national network. We were just a bunch of kids hanging out, wanting to play a game <laughs> called Startup <laughs> Communities, and away we went. And yes. that, and now, if you're a community that's coming in, you've got a national network of best practices, of resources that are available to you, of, of exactly. the infrastructure, all those sorts of things. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So, what's uh, what's next for Melanie? Oh my goodness, what's next for Melanie? Melanie, ooh, ugh. there's <laughs> lots of stuff that's next, I should say. <laughs> okay. But um, I'm continuing on with um, actually just completed for myself, for the for my com- uh, company, just uh, completed a women uh, business enterprise certification through WeBe Canada and moving on to the next one for the US. So um, those are all part and parcel to the women funding issue, uh, initiatives that I've been looking at. And yeah. I was really happy to see BDC put forth more. Yeah. Um, that's another thing I really 
really want to bring forth into the community is more information on the type of funding that's there for anyone wanting to launch a business because you know, I see women and I'm not leaving out men, but I see women of different age groups, whether they're, you know, boomers and maybe they've been laid off or they want to do something else. They're on their third type of, um, I should say, innovation in, in their workforce yes, and yes. they want to do something different. So I know that there's it's out there for them. It's just really to make them aware of it because a lot of people still don't know what's available to them. And the same thing for men as well. Yeah. So let's. So in that regard, are are you are you taking ownership of that uh, initiative yourself, or are you working with other organizations to do that? Um, because it is is it, it's something obviously very important to you, and you've obviously got the talent through ClickTag Media to deliver this information. So uh, is that is are you grabbing this on your own? Um, at first I am, but I've actually started to seek out additional players. Our, our entrepreneurial center is, I had discussions with them, so I'm going back to have a bit more discussions to see how we can bring um, that initiative here into Peel. And I think it's something that can be replicated and it can come to your community, it can go to other communities, mm. and it really can go anywhere. Um, and really to get, that's another thing too, that we had a great experience was to meet with BDC to talk about these initiatives. And I think by being able to tap into that and bringing it out more into the open instead of behind the curtain, people can learn more about it and, and really move forward with that. So yeah, I'm, I'm kicking it off, but um, I'm hoping that others will join in and uh, let's get this moving like a lot faster. We need to move a lot of quicker pace because it's already been sitting there. Yes. I know I see a lot of it about move the dial and, you know, really, really push that forward. It's already been sitting there for years. So it's just really someone just needs to pick it up and go with it. So, hey, yeah. if I have a big enough bag I can take it with me that's exactly what I'm trying to do right now <laughs> well that big enough bag is big enough motivation I think yeah. it's very cool that you want to do that and and, and, and uh, you know my my sense is that you're going to be very successful with it and of course when you when you include BDC which is a, a very strong supporter of Startup Canada as uh, as being behind the initiative and they've got they've really have invested a lot into uh, women-led uh, entrepreneurial activities and uh, and uh, for all the right reasons, um, let alone dialogue. So uh, that with you two partner, I think it's just going to be an epic journey. And, uh, and and then, of course, you've got all these startup communities, which you can filter this, uh, this information through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can become part of our best practices. It'll be a module, so to speak, that any sort of community can use because BDC mm-hmm. is, a, is a crown corporation. Yes. It's a Canadian corporation, so it can be used anywhere in Canada. It can be utilized. It's not just in, a lot of people think it's just mainstream cities that's not the case it could be any you know far-reaching region any territory melanie who is a uh, is a is a woman entrepreneur that that you really admire Believe it or not, there's actually quite a few of them. So I don't have one in particular, but Arlene Dickinson, because I met her when I worked at CBC nice. before, a Dragon's Den. I love her. I yes. love her. And then Kirsten Stewart, like Kirsten Stewart, a lot of people, they might not really know her. Her tenor at CBC, very strong woman, but she's very soft-spoken. Mm. But I, I mean, now she sits on the board of many, many ventures. And those are some women that I really look out to. And believe it or not, there's another female that I really... Um, 
I really hold in high esteem, which is Miriam Lazarte, and she's with Latam Startups Company. And okay. I, she actually took me to Mexico with her. So I became part of, um, I can call it her um, ecosystem, where she invited me to speak uh, for the Latam conference in Mexico. That was an exciting experience to I do bet. that because here I'm speaking English to, you yes. know, a group of people that speak Spanish. So, I mean, uh, uh, a couple of words, you know, hola, but that's about it. That's and, about it. You know, Yeah, but then it was it was an incredible experience. So I definitely give her props for that because uh, the work that she's doing is something that's bar none. So just can you pronounce her name a little bit slower so our audience can uh, can can resonate with it? Because uh, the first two, you know, they're, they're common names, they're they're popular names. But uh, this, uh, I always like the I always like the hidden jewel, and that's who you're bringing us. Yeah, it's Miriam Lazarte. Lazarte. Beautiful, beautiful. Or English with Miriam Lazarti. Okay, very cool. <laughs> and I'd like to add Melanie Campbell to that list also because I think you're pretty epic and uh, are doing all kinds of wonderful things, not only for women entrepreneurs, but all entrepreneurs. And uh, I'm a big fan of you as always. Uh, uh, and uh, keep doing your amazing work. And I appreciate you so much being on the Startup Canada podcast show. Thank you, Rivers. It's a pleasure to be here. It's awesome. Thank you for joining us this week on the Startup Canada podcast, a show dedicated to unlocking the entrepreneurial potential of every entrepreneur with access to inspiring stories and tangible lessons to help you run your business. Want access to resources and support to grow your business? Visit startupcan.ca for the latest startup community news and upcoming events like our popular hashtag Startup Chats on Twitter every Wednesday and Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. 